But now I am proud to say I read alien romance for the dick. Yes. <laughs> to another episode of Romancing the Monsters. I'm Em. Hi, I'm S. I'm Seth. So we've been struggling to find a book. We have like a cursed spot in our schedule that we just can't seem to fill because every time you read a book for that spot, it just doesn't turn out well. No. So we needed to come up with something to fill this goddamn spot. Um, so today we thought we would have just a casual um conversation and by casual i mean extremely casual because we are thoroughly unprepared <laughs> so expect the chaos i asked if i needed to prep notes for this and we we're like nope of course not why why would you prepare notes for this <laughs> i mean so so yeah you might want to expect this to get chaotic a little bit but the subject of today's conversation uh, shall be um, how slash where we find book recommendations because obviously if you are a listener of ours um, we have um, our catch-up episodes catch up and chill episodes which are a great place to go if you're looking for book recommendations we always have a variety of uh, genres we have tv shows and movies in there as well um, so if you're looking for something to read definitely check those out but off, but of course, uh, it can't stop with just uh, our great podcast and our great <laughs> recommendations, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, so we thought we would share where we find the books we read. All right. Uh, that was like crickets. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Marge, okay. Let's start about, like, start with you because, and even us, you both were like really big Bookstagrammer is like back in the day. Like you still are really popular, and like you know you're still there. Like you're still posting. Good old days. Um, <laughs> but like, how did you? How do you guys find your recommendations? Okay, so for me, well, obviously it started out with Goodreads. Yeah. And like, I used to love Goodreads lists. Like they were the best place to go at the time when you had like a very precise thing you were looking for mm-hmm. like <laughs> possessive alphas in romance you type that in goodreads and it's like there's eight lists yeah. of possessive alphas in romance or you want uh, a nurse romance type that they're all there um so that originally was where i i, I was going for book recs which is still a, a good place to go i do think that people are still adding to those lists maybe yeah they, they are I think they are. Okay. And then obviously it turned into when I joined the Bookstagram community, then it was like Bookstagram was a huge place to go for that. And one of the, like one of my tips and tricks I would say for, to get more book recs is like, make sure you 
change the people that you're following every couple months because you get new takes, new people that read different kinds of books. Like I just, I like to sometimes clear out the people that I'm following because it just feels like I'm always getting the same eight authors on my feed. Mm -hmm. And then you unfollow a couple people obviously not your friends or else you're going to call it cause drama which you don't want to <laughs> have you unfollowed me before <laughs> no i would never she's unfollowed me <laughs> she says that she follows again <laughs> as she like mutes me quite often on twitter yeah oh i did that once <laughs> it felt like all the time anyways so you do that you change the people that you're following and you will see that on your feed you're seeing new books to read and and Find the people that recommend books that you do not see often. That's another great way to find book recs. That's interesting. I never thought about doing something like that. Yeah. I have more places, but I will uh, let us talk on the matter and I will come back. (laughs) Yes. What about you? You popular bookstagrammer you? No, no, yeah. not anymore. Because you find weird books. So this yeah. is... So for me, it started off... Like for me, for reading, I started off reading the Fifty Shades books. And that's because mm-hmm. I started li- like mm-hmm. hearing about it... Um, Online, I guess. Uh, yes. And then because where I used to work, um, I used to work at a restaurant. And like a lot of like the older ladies would come in with a book. And I would ask them like, what oh, is hi. it that you're reading? And I remember this one woman, like she told me a little bit about it. And... I went straight, <laughs> I went straight to Target. I was like, I'm curious. I want to know what this book is about. What book was it? The Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, first, okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I went to Target. I bought the first book and I devoured it. And I think for the book two and three, it was sold out everywhere. I remember going to like three different Targets to look for it, to, the, to look for the yeah, last book. that was two. crazy. So from there, I started um, on Facebook looking for authors and then... It started off on Facebook and then it moved to Instagram and that's when I discovered the whole book community and then I discovered Goodreads. So now where I find my recs would be Facebook groups and that's and that's yeah. where I find all like the weird books that I'm always <laughs> adding to yeah. my TBR. I, I follow like a jealous possessive type of uh, alpha group. Can they you send that to me? Yeah. I will. And then I have, there's a jealous possessive one. And then there's a dark, I think it's a dark romance one as well. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I think I'm I'm in one too. Yes. It might be the same. I want to join a dark romance. I'll one. send you the links. I'll send you the yeah. links. Um, uh, well, I mean, we can share a couple groups that are like really good. Yeah. So first off, if you like, Monster dicks. <laughs> and we all nodding. do. I love this group. There's a group called Monsters, Demons, and Nodding. Oh my! Exclamation point. And that group is amazing. <laughs> I've never enjoyed being a part of a Facebook group more than this yeah. one. It's just positivity. And yeah. It's like, you can post anything. There's no shame. No, and I love. That they don't feel shame or, like, shame you for asking for, yeah. you know. Uh, someone someone can be like, I want a big, green, scaly dick. And everyone's like, yeah, girl, I got you covered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, I want dicks. tentacle porn. <laughs> got you covered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a great group. That's that's the attitude you want in a group. Yeah. Um. So that's a great one. 
Um, there's also one I love, which is called... We'll um, also mention these in the description of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's one called, and it's kind of on brand for what you just talked about, it's called Fifty Shades of Fae, F-A-E. Oh. Um, and that one, I mean, it has nothing to do with Fifty Shades. Um, but it's essentially a group where if you're a fantasy romance lover, that's a great group because there's tons of wrecks in there and it's like mostly kind of the unknown fantasy romance books. Mm-hmm. So like all of the self-published ones that you probably have not heard of if you're not like following those kinds of groups. Okay. So that one is great. I have the um, jealous slash possessive hero book group. Um mm-hmm. There's that one, and then there's the... Oh, it's Romance After Dark Readers Group. Is that the one, the, the dark romance one that you were talking about? Uh, this one is a deliciously dark and taboo romance book group. Oh, okay. So it's, it's not a the different same. One, I'm no. following Romance After Dark. That one's good, too. And if you are into historical romance, specifically, but any kind of romance, really, you can always, um, you know, ask for book recs in that group. It's the... It's a group that was started by um, uh, Sarah McLean, the author, for old romance, but now it's kind of turned into, like, all kinds of romance. O-S-R-B-C, read more romance. That's a good group. Like, if you, you're like, oh, what's that book? Or I need that trope. Write it in the group and you will get tons of recs. And you can always specify if you're looking for historical romance or just any kind of romance because there's all kinds of readers in that group. It's kind of there. That's so cool. It's a huge group, though. So bear that in mind. Those groups, like, if if, if the groups get too big, it kind of gets overwhelming, I, I find. I agree. I agree. I love that um, Sarah McLean is so involved in the reader community. <laughs> it gets so great. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's a reader herself. Yeah. Like, she, I think it's on her... Well, that's actually another good source of recs. Like, um, I think if you go on her website, she has like a thousand recs on there with like all kinds of tropes and like she lists the tropes, I think. So you could go on there as well. That's a great place to go. But Facebook groups, it's where it's at. Yeah, it is. It really is. is. Yeah. Are you guys in the uh, help name that book group? No. no. So um, I love it because someone will post like, oh, I can't remember the book, but like they'll post like little things that they do remember about it. And mm-hmm. they'll have people like going everywhere searching just based off of the little description. Um, oh, my gosh. Or they'll post um, like similar books to uh, to that description. Yeah. Um, so I love that one, too, because I find a lot of good recs on there as well huh. but it's also funny because people get so specific sometimes yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just entertaining because it's like i'm looking for a book um like i want a book where the girl sings under the moon and then as she's crossing a field of flowers she finds her mate and the mate is like a crocodile halfling whatever fae from another dimension and it's like it just keeps on going like that and you're like and the best thing the best thing about that is even the like super extremely precise ones you will always find people in the comments being like yep that one yeah (laughs) it's It's so great everything exists everything for sure so what about you Seth okay for me um so I started off um, I read Harry Potter when it was coming out as a kid and then um, I stopped reading for a long time until like I discovered Twilight. 
Um, and that kind of started the, like, you know, getting the ball rolling. And um, so from there, I ended up just um, getting a library card and just borrowing books. Like whenever I saw like a book that I wanted to read and that would just be like based on the cover. Like ugh, I'm such a like a bad person. I judge a lot of books by its cover. And um, so I'm not would, being like, bad. That's being human. OK. <laughs> Marketing. <All right. laughs> so like in the library, I would just like pick up books that I thought looked pretty or like the description matched what I wanted. Um and I also, so the library also has, like, a section on their online website where you could, like, look at the books that are coming and, like, the new books. So I found a lot of my reads at the beginning looking at, like, their books that are coming in and I would just, like, request them and then, you know, go pick them up. Um, I didn't discover Goodreads until, like, I think I started high school. Yeah. And then since then, I just, like, was on Goodreads forever and ever and ever. And then I met you girls. And then, um, and then like, just like, I don't know, I got book recs from like you guys, people in the book community. And then that's just where it happened. And now on Bookstagram, I'm just like looking at all these pretty covers, adding them to my list. And I'm only now joining Facebook groups for books. And I just feel like, why haven't I not been doing that earlier? Because I feel like I've gotten so many recs or like people talk about books that really interest me. And I wish I joined these groups earlier, but I'm here now, so that's good. But that's another, like, really important point. It's, like, word of mouth is such a huge way of getting Rex as well, because if you get involved in the community, in the book community, you will inevitably find people that are very like-minded in what they like and what they don't exactly. like. And... Sometimes it's your friends and sometimes it's literally someone you've never spoken to, but you're like, I really like your content. Like, I always end up liking what you're reading. Yeah. So you will find those people. And then that's also a great way to find books. It's like, they will read something and you'll go, huh. And then you'll read it and you're like, yeah, I like it too. So find your people. Yeah. Is a, is a huge so, thing. So I want to add to that, to what you said. Um, okay. The author, Katie Roberts. Um, yeah. So her level of like spice or like crazy type of reads that she likes, that's, I found out that that's what I like. So on yeah. TikTok, mm-hmm. she's always posting her recommendations yes. and I'm always adding them and I'm just like, yes, like she always comes through when it comes to like. Certain- yeah, I've gotten so many recs by her, like from yeah. her story on yeah. her TikToks. So definitely, um, like March says, find your people because. That's kind of a question though. It's like, because author rex i feel opens like a whole new can of worms yeah it's like do you and and this is okay this is a question we could actually discuss do you are you when an author recommends a book are you tempted to read it or not because it's an author for it me depends. it depends yeah yeah it depends on the author for me because there's some authors where like i actually consider some of like they're my friends or like my book friends Whereas, like, if it's an author I'm following because I like their books and I don't really have a relationship with them going, um, then maybe I, like, I take a step back and, like, look at the book itself and, like, look at, you know, just look at it in general. But it depends on the author. So if it's a friend, I tend to like the same books as them, so I would go and read them or, like, add them to my TBR. What about you, S? So you said it depends. Is it the same thing? It depends on the author. And I feel like um, there's a lot of just recommending because the authors are friends yeah and not really because yeah. they read That's the book the yeah so there are only a certain authors where i'm like like katie roberts like for her rex i don't think she's 
the type to like recommend like friends books I guess you can say I don't know but Mm. she's one of the authors that I would trust to try something new to try a certain book or a certain author what about you I think I think a lot it definitely depends for me as well but I think it doesn't necessarily depend on the author for me I think it's it depends on the platform where it's happening oh I feel like I feel like if it's on Twitter I'm more likely to think that they're being like they're they're recommending something because they truly like it because I feel like and maybe this is me being naive but I feel like there's not as much selling of products on Twitter like authors it feels to me like they're more on Twitter for an open conversation then they are there to promote their own books. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a diary. Like I'm just, here's my writing process and here's the thought that I had about the romance community and mm. here's the, that book that I read that I really liked. Whereas if it's on Instagram or Facebook, I do feel like oftentimes it's more so promo of here's my friend's book that just released. I really liked it type of thing. And and then I'm not really likely to think, oh yeah, I'm going to read that, you know, because... I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm being sold a product more than just being yeah. told like, hey, this book is really good from a fellow bookworm because it's like authors are fellow bookworms too, but mm-hmm. they also, you know, try to market books. That's what it is for me. It's like, it depends where it's happening and what is attached to what they're saying and like, but say like a, a, a blurb, you know how sometimes authors blurb books? So like, it's like, oh, a fascinating journey, yeah. you know, Eloisa James, yeah. <laughs> or whatever, yeah. <laughs> on the book cover. Like that has never worked on me. Like yeah. I don't, no. I don't get why it's there. I don't no. understand it. I'm just like, is it just to fill a space on the cover? Cause it looked a little empty. Like I just, I don't get it. No. So, um, for you, um, you were talking about like how Facebook, you know, you don't really, you don't really take your recs from there from authors, but like, does that mean like on their own personal page or like their reader groups or like do you take them both as the same thing a thing that happens a lot in in the self-publishing industry is like you'll have those facebook facebook posts by authors where it's like they literally have the graphic they have the pre-written text mm-hmm. yeah. from the author yeah. and they're literally just posting that on their page and it's like that has never worked on me mm-hmm. and they'll like add one sentence where it's like i really love this book go and get it it's like I don't care. Like, I don't trust your opinion that much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I can see that that's just you promoting someone else's book so that they will promote you in return, which is fine. That, that's totally fine. But it's just not going to make me want to buy the book. Yeah. But one thing that actually kind of does work on me, it's when, I don't know, like, you've probably seen it before. Where it's like, the authors will be like, oh, happy release day. And then they share the the link to the author's book mm-hmm. without saying, like, oh, I read it and I loved it type of thing. Just sharing the link and being like, happy release day. And I'm, I find that I'm tempted to yeah. look those up. Usually when it's Ruby Dixon, because I just know that Ruby Dixon will share me some good monster dick. So I'm like, okay, Ruby, <laughs> I <Yep>. hear you. <laughs> See, that's me and... um tiffany roberts so when they share um like you know the new releases and like they have a whole like list of books of alien romance like i know they like their uh their alien smut too so i'm like all right i trust your recommendations i go read the synopsis add them to my tbr and we're good 
Like, I, I like when they have, like, a list of books, too, that just have a link. And you just click them. Yeah. So so what would be one book that got recommended to, recommended to you and you were like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever read? Do you have one? I mean, if we're being honest here, Marge, I feel like our friendship really solidified. I'm kidding. No, but, like, we ended up, like, fangirling together about Akatar. Like you, I was like, so I'm like, I'm not reading YA. I'm just like, I'm past that stage in my life. Wait, did I, did I make you read I was that? so snobbish at that point. Yeah, you did. And then you showed me the art. You're like, this is not going to be a YA. Look at this. And then, so you spoiled Reese and Feyre for me, but I was like, I don't care. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to read this. So I, I ended up reading that series because of you. I don't even remember that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're like, it was such a huge moment in their friendship. And I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> um, another way that I, I choose books is fan art. So if I see a beautiful fan art, I'm, yeah. I'm weak, oh my God. I'm weak yep. for fan art. So I click it. I it's look my at downfall. it. And then I start shipping without even knowing their names. Yep. I cannot stress this enough. If you are an author, specifically fantasy author, but truly any, any genre. Yeah. I cannot stress this enough that. If you get fan art commissioned or art commissioned for your books, you will get more sales. Like, I cannot stress that enough. Like, I see fan art and immediately I'm like, I got to get this. I don't care about the blur. I don't care about the title. I don't care what it's about, who it's about. I'm like, yep, that just sold me. Just the art. That's all it takes. So honestly, if you're worried or you're like, I don't know if this is going to work, if it's worth it, blah, blah, blah. It is worth it. It is worth it. Because even if I don't read the book, I'm likely to just share it to my Instagram page, which I got some followers, you know, and even if I had like 300 followers, well, well, then I'm sharing it with 300 followers, even if I'm not reading it. Exactly. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Fan art has made me read so many books. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But also, doesn't it kind of suck that sometimes the fan art is... It, it's better, better than, the, than book. the story than the book than the story like or like they make up like their scenes a little bit more in a way i mean it still gets me invested and still gets me to read a book it's still a sale for them exactly like you bought the book they yeah. got what they wanted and if you didn't like the story then whatever but one book i will always remember one book i found really randomly on twitter i don't even know how i ended up on that person's tweet, which is not even someone I know, never someone I have even spoken to. It's literally a random Twitter user that I don't even remember the name of. But the person was recommending Love Me Whole by um, Nikki James. Mm -hmm. And that random ass tweet (laughs) got me like, huh, I maybe should try that. And then I read that book and I fucking loved it. And... I mean, here I am, loving Nikki James yeah. now. I love her books. We yeah. have an episode coming. We have, no, actually, it should be out. It already by the should point be out. By the time, yeah. Yeah. So go and listen to that. Seth and I read uh, Shades of Darkness. Shades of Darkness? Yeah, Shades of Darkness. <laughs> and we really enjoyed it. But yeah, like that's how I found that author. And now she's like a, an auto-buy author for me. I love her stuff. And it was this random ass tweet on Twitter that I found like a Wednesday night at 11 p.m. <laughs> like, so anywhere you can find really good recommendations. I, I agree feel. with that. Um, 
S, how did what is one book that you remember being recommended to you or you found somewhere? There's too many, right? Like I only chose Akatar because like I just remember it vividly. Um, I'll say maybe like recently, um, uh, Run Posey Run that was recommended by mm, okay by Katie Roberts, which you mentioned in oh last catch up and show. Yeah, so that's uh, it was she posted like a little description about it on TikTok. And I'm just like, this sounds, this actually sounds good. So I added it to my TBR. And then I think she made like another video about it. Kind of doing like a little rundown of what it was about. I was like, okay, I'm going to start it. Like this seems like something that I would love. I feel like TikTok is kind of a new, like a new place to find book racks. Like yeah. I'm not on TikTok, but I'm curious to see how do you guys feel about how tiktok works as far as recommendations like is it a good place to find racks is it kind of all the same thing i i don't know i'm curious to know i would say sometimes um yeah because usually they recommend the same types of books the same Mm -hmm. authors and it's just it gets repetitive but there are there are moments where i've um for example the book the book um in love and war by kyra parsi um yeah i found that on tiktok someone posted their monthly i think it was like a monthly read or the books that she has read up until the that moment um she did it was kind of like uh i don't know if you've seen those videos seth where they'll post the book covers but like quickly yeah 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 so um so i watched the video and like the covers were going quick and i noticed one that caught my eye which was that one so I went back and watched it and I paused it and I was like let me look up this author Mm -hmm. and I read the blurb I was like okay this is actually this sounds really good and I read it and I I ended up loving it there are TikToks as well that do kind of like um they talk so they're making a video of themselves as if they're in the book like okay see I was just gonna say this these ones always get me yeah like the ice planet barbarians yeah like it'd be like um, so I crash landed on a planet. Can you believe that? And like, oh my gosh, I saw like this hot alien. Like, it's just like intense stories. Or if it's like a contemporary book, like they'd be like, um, so my husband cheated on me yeah. with my sister and yeah. blah, 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 blah. And you're like, wait, what? And then they're like, you, you find think, out it's a book. Yeah. You think it's like, like they're, they're about to spill the tea. You're just like, what <laughs> happened? Like you fall for it. You're like, oh my God, like this, this is it. But then it ends up being. Uh, a book that they're talking yeah. about yeah so that's I love I always that's creative yeah. I like that yeah because I, I do feel like just from from Twitter sometimes like I feel like people get on um TikTok's case about like what books people are recommending which I can see how it would be it is frustrating from someone who like has been in the community for a very long time and like has seen books or has known about certain books for a very long time, yeah. and it's like they're now discovering it, and they're acting like they are the firsts. They're the, which, like, yeah, whatever. I, I, Katie Robert, actually, I mean, she's coming up a lot in this <laughs> this episode. That she actually wrote, like, it's kind of at the end of the day, like they are discovering a book for the first time, and for them, it is the first time. So, like, you know, they're allowed their excitement and like to be happy to discover this one series even though everyone already knew about it but it's like let them have their fun I guess you know like as as long as people are not 
um, talking about the books in like a derogatory way or shaming the books. I don't. You care. do see a lot of that though on on TikTok. Yeah, and it and it does suck because or they'll like put down readers as well for what for they put down readers for what they like and I don't think that's fair like yeah like I think a big one right now as we all know is Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon and like at first it was all like oh my gosh I can't believe I'm reading this book like this is just like I'm not gonna tell anyone and just like that feeling like I know we discovered the like these books way back when like I don't like when they released we kind of like discovered them but like I don't know I just feel like the the readers now on TikTok not all of them um but some of them like have like this sort of like shame I guess associated with reading an alien romance because I feel like they've never probably ventured into that subgenre before and yeah it's just like it just it doesn't make me as excited you know like if I see that and I'm like a prospective reader and I see that video I'm like "Eh, maybe I don't really want to read it um so I don't know like I think it's doing well in terms of like giving Ruby Dixon a lot more readers but I just I don't know just the negative connotation some of them have with like feeling shame with reading alien romance there's nothing wrong with reading alien romance just read it enjoy it feel no shame yeah well it's why (laughs) it's why that nodding group is so fun because it's like everyone exists in that group and can like ask for just about anything under the sun and everyone's like yeah girl you get it yeah (laughs) you know so yeah it's refreshing but you know that's not it's Like, yeah, saying it about TikTok is one thing, but, like, it's actually a thing that's kind of present everywhere, including uh, Twitter. Like, that attitude of, like, I'm just, like, I'm tired of uh, romance novels having naked men on the cover because, like, I'm so ashamed and then my parents are going to see it and they're going to know that I'm reading about sex. And it's, like, just fucking read the book. Like, why are you what's the point or what what are you trying to achieve by shaming books because they have naked men on the cover when we've been fighting for decades to get those books the respect that they deserve you know it's like we love those covers and this genre it is not ashamed of itself it's proud of itself yeah so can we not get those takes of like no more men in the cover because I can't read it. It's like, well, don't fucking read it. Okay, <laughs> I don't so care. you brought up the, like, you know, they feel like they can't read it because, like, they don't want their parents to know. I just feel like there's a lot of cultures out there that, like, if they saw their kids reading, or not their kids, but, like, their teenagers or young adults reading those books, they're just not, like, it's just not okay, you know, to read those. So, like, I understand read that Read it on your phone. Read it on your Kindle. It doesn't have to be a physical copy. That's true. That is true. Never mind. I was just saying, like, I know when I was, like, in high school, I just didn't want my parents to know I was reading smut. So. <laughs> well, now they know you're reading about spider smut, and they're proud of you yep. still, Seth. So everything's yep. fine. You turned out just fine. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, no, I agree. I just feel like, like you said, we've come such a long way, and, like, we've tried to shed that shame. A lot of people feel reading romance and like people saying it's not a real genre. Like it's not something, it's not even a real book. So why are you reading it? And I just feel like, yeah, we've come a long way from there and be proud of what you're reading. Just be proud. Just love it. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, reading romance, March, I wanted to ask you, 
How did you ever, how did you come Wait, across? Hold on. You have all these questions prepared and I'm like, you said you weren't prepared. Where are these questions coming from? I'm not prepared. I just like, I just had a question as you were she talking. She was prepared. She was okay. She was prepared. like in bed last yeah. night, like trying to come up with all the questions. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, anyways, so my question is, how did you learn about and decide to read about Mpreg? Which is male pregnancy, oh <laughs> which is famous in the Omega verse. Give us a day, the time. Where were the you? The sad at? thing is, I don't even remember how I found Mpreg in the first place. What? I don't remember how. It was Facebook, wasn't it? It probably was Facebook, and it probably was or through a MM author. Like it was probably maybe in the MM group. Mm. Or an author's group that writes MM or something like like I honestly don't remember how I ended up in the MPreg world, and that's a very sad thing for me because it's like it's it was the love life, of my life changing. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was life altering. So like, it's sad that I don't remember, yeah. but I I don't remember. No, because like, it gave us the gem of Slow Heat by Letta Blake, which is you know we have an episode on that quite early on. Um, and to think, if we never discovered M. Preg, none of us would have read that book. I know. So I'm in a couple. I'm in a couple Facebook groups for M. Preg now, and sadly, I have to report that uh, it has not been fruitful for me so far. Uh, I feel like I feel like I'll ask for something like with angst, you know, because that's that's difficult finding good M. Preg. That is Mprag and mm-hmm. has all the lovely things about Mprag, which is like the heat. You want the heat. You want the nodding. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't have that, then it's a disgrace. But <laughs> I want angst. Like, yeah. can I have a good story? Because that, that was what was magical about Slow Heat. It was like it gave you everything you could have wanted. The heat, the nodding, the Mprag aspect of it, but also like... The angst the and the angst. story and the mm-hmm, world yeah. building and the emotions and like it was all there. So I'm like, why is it so difficult to find those? And unfortunately, those groups have not helped me find more of those. That's unfortunate. I just feel like Omegaverse, like there, there are some gems in terms of like good story, good world building, good angst. But I feel like a lot of it is just like not fetishizing but like over you you have to dig but I feel like a lot of it is just smut like over um what's the word I'm looking for I don't know not fetishizing it's over sensualizing over sexualizing I don't know I just feel like there's just a lot of smut and not much story and I think it just comes with like some fascination well that's true for like omega verse in general like yeah that's what i said omega verse limited yeah. to yeah because like it's not just empire a lot of it is just like yeah let's just have constant sex which is like fine you know we sometimes want that but but some of us but, want a little bit of story too um oh and then okay fine i have another question this one for us um <laughs> She was prepared. prepared. She I did it. I'm just convinced a question. she wasn't prepared. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Fine. What's All your right. question? So, um, <laughs> okay. It's kind of like, a, I have a two questions. This sounds so weird. But anyways, my first question is, um, 
you were like one of the first friends that I know of that got into alien romance. So like, how did you go? Like, how did you get into that? I'm curious. I'm a curious. I'm a curious reader. So if I see something that's kind of not the usual type of reads that people go yeah. for, I'm just like, you know what? Let me, yeah. let me give it a try. I download a sample and I give it a try. I love um, that you do that. And you've kind of taught me how to do that too. Yeah. Whenever I find a really weird book on Goodreads, I'm like, not for me, but I'll share it for us. Because <laughs> yeah. I just know that S is going to go, oh, hey, heck yeah. <laughs> or she'd be like, it's already on my list. Yeah. yeah. So I'll give, I'll give, I'll mostly give everything a try. I'll download my Including samples. Including Chuck Tingles. I read a Chuck, Chuck Tingle book a and I, I love, I love yep. Chuck Tingle. He's actually a really good freaking writer. Really, a little, I know his writing's a little weird, like his stories. But he's a good. It's I satire. Think he's a good, yeah. Do you he's think a really good writer. Chuck Tingle is a pseudonym? Maybe they have a, another name, and they're a popular author, and we just don't know. <gasps> Ooh, maybe. I feel like that that could be a thing for sure. I've yet to read a Chuck Tingle story, but I promise I will do that once in my life. Oh, you promise? Yeah. You promise you will do that? Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. Your words are on paper right here. Signed, Safra. All right. Signed, we'll Safra. Chuck Tingle book. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look how they spell my name. Great. Safra. There you go. Anyways. um, Yeah. And then I forgot my second question. Well, I, she didn't even answer, though. Yeah, she did. No, you didn't. No. Well, how did what you find them first? to begin with? Do you remember what your first yeah. alien romance was? Maybe... The blue was it ice planet barbarian. I think it was blue aliens. Yeah. Oh. I think that was my. That opened a freaking door of like a what girl. else is out there? I must try everything. I must. It see. wasn't even a door. It was a gate. It's like <laughs> it pushed open the gates of heaven. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And then suddenly the world of alien romance was discovered, and it was life altering. I vividly remember me saying, "I'll never read it. I'll never read those girl. books." Girl. Yeah, I. Yeah, I remember that. And she's the one that finished the series first before any of us. I know, Mart finished it. I I was so against it. I so our friend Gabby and S both read the Alien, the Blue Aliens (laughs) first, and they were like, "Yep, this is great. You should read it, Marge." And I was like, "Nope, y'all are insane." Blue aliens, never in a million years. Y'all are crazy. Not doing it. Nope. <laughs> Not happening. I even have a literal Facebook post that comes up in my memories every year. I love your southern accent when it comes out. It's me saying my friends are insane for reading about the blue aliens and they're trying to force me to do it too. And I won't. I literally have a post saying that. And then, you know, the rest, the rest is history. <laughs> But I feel like that kind of opened up, like that opened, I feel like that opened up a gate for you as well because you discovered and Prague and you tried other types yeah. of reads and. Oh yeah. Everything comes back to that because it's like, it was the first time that I was trying out something that was truly weird. Mm-hmm. And once you try that, you're like, okay, well, I've done the blue aliens. So like what's males getting pregnant now? You know, <laughs> okay. Well, that, that's yeah. a big jump. <laughs> <laughs> well that's how it happened it was yeah. just like well if i did this weird thing then maybe i'll like this weird thing yeah 
and that's how it goes. turns out mo- most more often than not i like the weird things <laughs> so. was that a pun you said more often than not and you were talking about emprey oh um, i love that seth always catches a pun she's already she catches all the puns that i, do, I do, i'm not like i don't it's not intended but you know <laughs> I'm glad you catch them so then I can sound like I'm really funny and really punny when I'm clearly not. So. <laughs> not. You are, you are. Um, yeah, I remember I did not add those to my uh, my list on Goodreads when I was reading them. I just was like, yep, nope. I love when we talk about, like, um, not feeling shame to read these books. But, like, keep in mind, I was, like, I think in high school or, like, starting university. And, like, that, I feel like when... That's when I think alien romance kind of became more mainstream and, like, the shame was still kind of there. Um, But now I am proud to say I read alien romance for the dick. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I read it for the romance. There's so many good romances there. Oh, yeah. But also, you know, big dick. (laughs) Dick. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) Well, I mean, you see, okay, I'll expose myself. I'll expose myself. Okay. Um, I'm here preaching, like, don't be ashamed, blah, 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 blah. I stand by that. Yeah. But <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Um, because I will admit that, like, I have this thing where when I add a book on Goodreads, it, like, automatically sends a tweet on my fa- my uh, Twitter. Twitter feed. Yeah. yeah. But only for the first book that I add. So if I'm adding a bunch of them, which you might think might never happen, but the truth is <laughs> it happens every you day. You add like 20 um, books I just a go day. on adding sprees. Yeah. I just go on adding sprees. So I have a strategy because I'm like, the first book will show up on my Twitter feed, but the rest won't. So usually I always <laughs> begin with the book that I'm like, I don't mind this being on my Twitter feed. Oh, but then after that, I'll add the really weird ones. <laughs> That's crazy, though. So, I mean, they're on my Goodreads. Like, if you want to, you know, know about them, just go on Goodreads. I'm foes and lovers. Don't know how you can find me on there. How do you there, find people on Goodreads? Like, how do... A friend. Okay, so there's a search. Search for foes and lovers and then go through my TBR and you'll see all the weird books. It's all there. <laughs> I sometimes go through your list and yours to us just to look do for you? a book. Just like any book that is not my usual that I want a palate cleanser. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I'm the total opposite, and I even told my mom I was reading Spider Smut, so no shame here. <laughs> yeah, and I said in that, in, in the episode on that one, I was like, that's the one book that I probably wouldn't tell people that I was reading. Yeah, um, I know, same. But, but you know what? You know, it was a great romance. Not because it it's shameful, it's just weird. Like, how do you explain that, you know? Like, how do you explain, yeah, he's a spider, and then, like, he has a slit, and then it opens, and then there's a stem, <laughs> and he has claspers, and he, you know, and... He's a little kinky. How do you explain all that? I will say, though, since I got into, like, you know, the book universe, um, my mom's reading has also been more, you know, differentiated. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, you know, uh, she even joined Bookstagram, not, like, posting anything, but she follows authors. She follows authors, and I think she follows, like, some, like, blogs or whatever. Um, And, like, my mom has, like, found books that she also enjoys, so I feel like the world, like, social media as a whole, I think, has been, like, good in terms of, like, book recommendations and, like, also connecting people with people that, you know, share the same interests, like we've already talked about. Okay, so bottom line, if you're looking for recommendations that 
are not the same five that you constantly see. Find friends. Find a community to join. Find the right Facebook groups and don't be shy to ask in those groups like I'm looking for this or this or that. Recycle the people that you you have on your Instagram feed or your Twitter feed every couple months. Uh, change it because it will give you a whole new perspective of like what's out there. Um, find the weird people. Like find the find the people. There's always that one person that just reads really weird weird books, and for us, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> but find your people. Find like that one person that you know reads weird books and constantly recommends those, and yeah. you'll have tons of new books to read. Yeah. Go on Twitter. Follow authors on Twitter. Um, what else am I forgetting? TikTok. TikTok sometimes is a great place. I'm trying to recap everything, but I feel like I've covered... I think you've covered majority everything. of it. And just, like, also, don't feel shame or ashamed for reading certain books or, like, talking about certain books because, like, that negativity just, like, doesn't bode well in terms True. of, like, other books and, like, just getting other readers to venture out into that subgenre. And just be proud of what you're reading, man. Life's too short to feel shame about, like, what book you're reading. Exactly. Or what book shows up on your Twitter feed. <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Add uh, your thoughts, related or unrelated? Um, mm, I have a question. Would okay, so would one star reviews get you girls to read a book? Ooh. So that's another thing we didn't talk about. We didn't really touch upon Goodreads. Um, reviews on Goodreads are an excellent way to make me want to read a book. Yeah. Whether it's a one star or a five star, because sometimes the things that the person hated about the book are things that I go, huh, well, that's something I'd like, Yeah. you know? So just because it's a one star, it doesn't mean it's going to deter me from reading the book. Sometimes it does. I'm not going to lie. If someone is like absolutely shitting on the book and they're like, this is the worst thing I've ever read. It's badly written, blah, 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 blah. Then I'm like, well, okay, maybe not. But five stars reviews or just like positive reviews in general are also like likely to make me read a book because I like it when people are excited about a book. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like someone, someone's excitement for something makes me want to also experience that excitement. I agree with that. Um, I will say um, one of my favorite books, like if like you're someone that looks at like rating. So like if you think a book has like, for example, say if 3.5 is a no go for you because of you consider it a low rating. Um, one of my favorite books are like, I think a 3.5 something on there. And I honestly couldn't imagine not reading it because it's one of my favorite books. And the problems that people had with those books, like Marge said, or problems that I didn't, like, it, it wasn't anything I had an issue with. It was actually something that made me want to read it more. And the book I'm talking about is A Husband's Regret by Natasha Anders. Um, yeah, and so, like, people had problems with certain aspects of that story. But for me, I, like, read the shit out of that book. I could not put it down. It's one of my absolute favorites. And, yeah, if ratings deter you, just, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that, but, like, just... Form your own opinion. Look at reviews and, you know, just take them with a grain of salt. If a book is getting very, very mixed reviews, sometimes what I feel it can say about the book is that the book is actually saying something. Okay. And that something in particular is 
people are reacting to it, you know, and some people are reacting to it favorably because they're like, yeah, I identify with that and that really spoke to me and everything. And then some people are reacting to it negatively because they're like, nope, I don't agree with this. I hate this. I don't want to read about this. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel like you shouldn't be that shouldn't deter you from reading the book just because it's getting mixed reviews because it's you have there's a chance that you'll be the person that loved it yeah. and not the person that hated it yeah and it, there's a chance that the book is doing something that's a little controversial or that pushes people in an uncomfortable place and saying something and you might connect with it you know you say that right now like it kind of puts into perspective when people say oh this book has mixed reviews and I feel like it pushes people like to not give it a try yeah. and I feel like it does say a lot like if it has mixed reviews like the book is trying to say something like it's it's a book maybe that you should want to try to read and get into and form your own opinion about it so hopefully uh, this will help you if you've been wanting to find book racks um, happy reading in that case you can find us online at uh, Romance and the Monsters Podcast on Instagram, also the RTM Pod on Twitter. Um, it's Romance and the Monsters Pod on uh, TikTok, which has been kind of not, you know, as active, but I promise we'll, we'll be back yeah. with new videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you can also um, email us at Romance and the Monsters Podcast at g- gmail.com. And you can find us at Romance and the Monsters Podcast on YouTube. <laughs> I ran through that. <laughs> Um, and if you want to find me specifically, I am on both Twitter and Instagram at Foes and Lovers. And you can find me, S, on both Instagram and Twitter at But This Book. And you can find me, Seth, on both Instagram and Twitter at Pros with Foes. And also, feel free to leave us a review, a like, or anything on any of the um, streaming services for the podcast it will help us greatly and just like gives us some positive motivation hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next week Bye. bye